Hello, my friends. Welcome to Heart and Hustle, Visionary Healers, Movers, and Shakers. Another exciting episode coming to you from me, your tribal hostess, Paulette Reestini, your magic maker, your movement motivator, and passion instigator, and bringer to you. Bringer. I'm a bringer to you <laughs> of all these beautiful magic makers around the globe. And I'm so excited to bring you today, Shannon. Shannon Korn is here with us today. Welcome, Shannon. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I am delighted to have you here. I'm delighted to meet you. And, you know, I could read your bio, but I think it's best if you just tell our people what you are about and what your superpowers are. Sure. Get right in. My superpowers. Yeah. Um, so I am a clinical therapist and a life coach. I have been in private practice as a therapist for several years. I have a master's degree in social work because I'm all about social justice. Mm. Um, and I discovered through my work as a therapist that there were certain clients that I just, you know, really lit me up and I really worked, you know, I really was able to get great results with and, you know, COVID happened and everybody shifted kind of to the online space. And I just thought that that was a great opportunity for me to kind of hone in. And the beauty of coaching is that we, we get to do the work with the people that we connect with the best. Mm -hmm. And so I work with women, high-performing women um, who have some trouble with their relationships. And really the work that I do is you know, we call it relationship coaching, but it's really about the relationship that you have with yourself because that relationship trickles out into, you know, every piece of our life, our romantic relationships, our business, our families. So it's really about the relationship that women have with themselves so that they can break unhealthy patterns and learn how to set boundaries and just really thrive so that they can show up you know, the way that they want in all, all aspects. Yeah. And I think, you know, that is, I think that comes into every field, every aspect of life is coming back to yourself, coming back to that relationship with yourself. So you can do the work you are here to do. So you can live that fulfilling life, that abundant life. Um, and so, and I love how you've niched down into that, uh, frame of uh, professional women or entrepreneurial women looking for yes. relationships. So would you call yourself a dating coach? I mean, do you go? I wouldn't, you know what I, when I think dating coach, I think, you know, someone who's going to help you put together your online profile, or it's going to tell you how to dress for your dates. And it's less about that. And it's more about empowering women to be able to be very authentic Mm -hmm. as they show up and really to figure out what's important to them and then to really live that. So live that through, um, you know, through their core values and through boundary setting and through, you know, breaking patterns of trauma, because a lot of the women that I work with have some kind of trauma um, that they've carried into their adult life. And that just keeps showing up for them in different ways. And so it's really about healing themselves 
so that when they go into their relationships, they're just healthier overall and they're able to make better decisions. They're able to recognize red flags when they come up. They're, they're able to walk away from a relationship that doesn't serve them because they're not, they don't have a scarcity mindset. They don't, they're not in a place of fear. They're in a place of abundance and empowerment. Beautiful. So what, how, how did you get into that niche? So I myself, you know, I, and I think this is true of a lot of coaches that we are like a later version of our clients. Uh -huh. <laughs> and that is, and that's absolutely true for me. Um, you know, we, well, because, you know, it's the thing that we usually feel connected with. If we ourselves had some kind of struggle that we've worked through, I think we feel very connected to that. And that tends to be like our passion purpose. Mm -hmm. And for me, I myself have overcome some pretty significant trauma. I'm a sexual assault survivor. Um, I was sexually assaulted by a family friend when I was 15 and I experienced quite a bit of domestic violence in my teen years. Um, after my parents divorced, my mom just dated some pretty awful guys. And so I experienced a lot of chaos, a lot of violence and coming out of that, I was pretty damaged for a while. I had a lot of things that I had to resolve and I had to really learn how to forgive the people that hurt me, even though they didn't ever ask mm -hmm. for it. And I didn't do it for them. I did it for myself so that I could let go. I had to forgive myself, not because I had actually done anything to deserve that trauma, but because I, victim Shannon, believed uh. that something I had done maybe made me deserve the treatment and the trauma that I had experienced. So I had to let that go. And so I, I know the pain of feeling broken. I know the pain of feeling unlovable. I know the pain of, um, of how all of those self-limiting beliefs can just drop grenades in your relationships. Because if you don't feel lovable and if you feel like you're damaged goods, then you're going to allow everybody to treat you like you're unlovable and like you're damaged goods. So I just feel so passionate about helping women overcome those things mm -hmm. so that they can just be so, you know, they can, they can love themselves. They can accept healthy love. Mm -hmm. They can recognize healthy love. I didn't know what healthy love looked like for a long time because I thought love had to hurt and that there had to be chaos or it wasn't real because that's what I had seen. So I just love watching women blossom out of that state of like disbelief that they're good enough and you know and really grow so I you know I I, I am my ideal client just like 2.0 yeah. so. <laughs> or maybe 5.0 <laughs> probably at this point 5.0 yeah. yeah wow well you know that's amazing for you to have been able to grow out of that to be able to change your story you know, and that's, I mean, that's part of what I do too, is help people change their stories. You know, releasing that stuff that they're hanging on to, those, those images that define us, the drama that defines us. Some people want to stay in that drama because it just is so comfortable in a weird way, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think we, re we repeat patterns that feel familiar, even if they're 
super toxic or they're super unhealthy for us. And so, because to create change is, can be uncomfortable. It's getting outside of that comfort zone. It's getting outside of that box. Even though there is no box, we draw our own boxes, right? <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, um, so you're in Chicago, sorry? Uh, suburbs of Chicago, yep. And do you find now through COVID that you're working uh, completely online or has your whole work shifted because of COVID? So, yeah, so I am doing 100% online. I, I still do therapy, um, but that's all through telehealth. That's all online. Um, it, but I'm slowly shifting from the therapy model into the coaching mm -hmm. space. Like that's, that's the shift that I'm making. I feel like, um, I just feel like the coaching arena just better suits the work that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I can help people on a larger scale. I can tell my story on a larger scale. Um, as therapists, we're, we're trained to really um, wear a mask a little bit, you know, because it's, we're just letting clients process. And so we don't typically show up and talk about our own experiences. We don't model that in that way where coaching allows us to tell our stories and connect completely. Not, and not that it's necessarily better because I think therapy is super important. And there are some people that really need to do the work in therapy before they're ready to do the work with a coach. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we just show up very differently as coaches. And so being able to talk about um, my experiences really helps me connect with clients on a completely different wavelength than I do in therapy. And you know what I love about that is that having gone through, you know, the coaching processes myself, um, getting your story, telling your story, turning it into your hero's journey. Uh, and I mean, it had helped so much with my own personal story so that I could share it with people in a way that they would also be able to understand it, identify with it if that's, you know, who I was reaching out to um, and understand where I was coming from as well, right? I mean, so it's so great because it's clarifying for me, it's healing for me to get back into that story, to change the story, but to, you know, write it down or however you share that hero's journey. You know, going back to Joseph Campbell and the hero's journey mm -hmm. and what we've gone through. I mean, it's all, you know, I, I find it so inspiring and intriguing and i'm always so curious about people's stories i love to hear people's stories but i also want them to grow out of those stories yeah yeah there's there's a lot of power in sharing your narrative but then once you've shared it then the next step is to start to change it yeah yeah so good So what, tell me more about Shannon, the woman. Shannon, the woman. Um, well, Shannon, the woman is happily married. Um, and, uh, you know, fortunately, and I've been married for a long time. I've been married for 25 years. Um, so, yeah. Um, and, you know, I have two grown kids and, um, 
In fact, one of them is home right now. He's in the army, but he's home with his wife. Um, and, you know, it's funny because Shannon, the woman, when I met my husband, I was still, <laughs> I like to kind of, I like to refer to myself as I was like a hot mess express still, because I was still very early in the healing process from all of my trauma. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I joke that I married a man with white knight syndrome because my husband has always been kind of my, my knight. Um, and really he was an integral part of my healing. He was the first man really that I encountered that didn't hurt me. That was safe. Mm-hmm. And that, um, you know, was able to, and because it, it was not easy for him. You know, we were both young when we met and, uh, you know, he had this woman that was just like trauma, trauma, trauma everywhere. And I didn't know how to fight. You know, I didn't know how to have an argument without it being either I, where I could, felt like I couldn't speak up for myself because that was pretty dangerous in my household growing up, right? Like when you're getting the crap beat out of you, you learn to be agreeable pretty quickly because it's a survival skill. So I either didn't know how to tell him what my needs were or you know, I would get to a breaking point and then I would just like, like lose it. So, you know, thankfully he was, you know, has, like, he has the patience of a saint really. Um, and so, yeah, so he's really been an integral part of the healing path that I've walked because he was the person that taught me that not all men hurt women. Right. And that was a lesson I had to learn. Beautiful. So... Yeah, it's been a it's been a journey for sure. Yeah. So what do you do for your personal self-care? So I love I love diving into the business aspects of what we do and the heart and the hustle, but I also love to dive into self-care and self-compassion and you know, we all have very similar uh rituals and we all have very different rituals because different things feed us. So what feeds you and what do you do for yourself? So I like to journal. Um, I think journaling is important because it's a place to process. I have a coach. I, I feel like if you are coaching people or you are providing therapy, then to be integrity, um, you need to also be doing that. You have to be doing that self-work because when you are holding space for other people that experience trauma, like you have to have a place, you have to have someone that's holding space for you. So I, I have a therapist, I have a coach, I, I like to journal, uh, I'm a book nerd, so um, <laughs> whenever I've got downtime, I'm, re- I'm reading, and I, I'm not like a, I'm not a self-help reader, which is kind of funny, because I know a lot of coaches are really like into self-help books. I, for me, I, I kind of like a little bit of escapism, because my whole life is, my, my work is all self-help, um, so I like, I like to read kind of like fantasy nerdy stuff <laughs> I know, i'm a murder mystery girl <laughs> oh okay yep yeah so um but yeah i think it's really important that we take time to do things that feel good even if they're not you know i i i have heard this a lot over covid and i really don't like it like I've seen memes and posts about like, oh, we've got all this downtime. What are you doing to better yourself? Are you learning a language? Are you learning a hobby? Are you like, 
for some people, just getting out of bed every day during COVID yeah. is amazing because this is such a difficult time for people. People are experiencing totally new levels of anxiety and fear. Um, you know, they're trying to continue to work while they're raising kids that are, you know, not in school now. So like the pressure that you, that like, because, you know, we're not able to go out to dinner and stuff that you should have to be like achieving some great thing. I just think that that's so, that's such an unhealthy perspective. Like we just have to allow people to be where they're at and, and just honor that if they're getting out of bed every day and putting pants on, like for some people that is the win. Right. It's, it, it so affects everyone in such a different way and to honor that for every person with no judgment, no comparison, right? No competition. Uh, of course, people love to fall into that competitive mode, but, um, it's so true. I mean, this is just something that is so surreal. It's still surreal. I go outside and I freak out when I see people wearing all these masks, you know, it's just like, this is a book. This is a Stephen King novel. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's not just a book. It's a terrifying book. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the zombies to show up. I keep, I keep saying, I like, like that's the only thing missing at this point, you know, um, Godzilla or the zombies. That's how we're going to wrap up 2020, I feel like. But, you know, but yeah, I mean, in all honesty, it, it is, you know, and I, people have to really show some self-compassion because we're all doing this for the first time. Nobody, nobody alive has ever experienced a pandemic like this. And so we're all just doing the best that we can. Yeah. Yeah. I love, you know, I love a lot of the opportunities that are coming from this. And a lot of the online opportunities, which I think is phenomenal. What a blessing, for one thing. You know, and just the opportunities and possibilities that we have to connect, to um, connect with other people not close to us or, you know, widen our audience as entrepreneurs, um, reach more people and, and find your friends, whatever, whichever, you know, kind of tribe thing you're looking for. Uh, so good that we have that this like this like this like sitting here today which is awesome um what what do you think mm, i have a couple of questions let's see all right let's go back to the hustle what's been hard how has it been hard for you to develop your business or has it been hard what have you had to learn or overcome well for sure there's been mindset shifts for me because again, coming from a therapy background where, you know, we hear all the time, like, you know, your social media should be like locked down and, you know, you don't ever want a client to see anything personal about you and, um, and just kind of wearing the therapist mask. Um, that mindset has been definitely, I've definitely had to do some work on that because, online in the online space it's the complete opposite right like you are showing up as your you as your authentic self you're telling stories that you would never in a therapy office tell you're you know i i went from having 300 facebook friends who i had some connection like where you know at some point i met these people in real life 
to 4,900 friends. And most of them are people either, you know, colleagues or people that are following my content because it, they find some, you know, in, inspiration or, you know, they're watching because they're thinking about working with me. Mm -hmm. um, so that has been, that's been a challenge that that shift from being very private mm -hmm. to being very open publicly. And even talking, because I've really stepped out and started talking about my own trauma, mm -hmm. you know, that the difficult piece in that is like, right, I'm calling out my parents. Like, you know, my, like a lot of my trauma comes from bad decisions that my parents made. And so there's been obviously some, like I've had to do some work around like, what does that mean? Like, am I alienating relationships with people? I'm not lying about anything that happened, but most people, you know, don't want their dirty laundry plastered on a Facebook post, you know, open to the public. So, so there's, it's been a mindset, a mindset shift for sure. Yeah. I mean, and, and with that being said, there's gotta be a, I mean, I guess there doesn't have to be. For me, there would be a line of, you know, integrity, but truth, vulnerability, but, and safety. Uh, and that's gotta be a really hard place for you, for people who are sharing those stories um, publicly. Yet I love the, I love the realness of connecting with people like that. I love the authenticity. I love, again, I love people's stories. Um, and I think it's strengthening and um, beautiful and inspiring, you know? I mean, there's just so many facets involved when you hear people's stories. Well, and it, it gives purpose to pain, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it is a lot easier. Is that the title of your new book? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Purpose from pain. I think so. Um, um, but yeah, it, it gives, honestly, it makes it all make a little bit of sense when you can say, okay, yes, I experienced some pretty terrible things, but because of, the, because of those experiences, I've been able to move through them myself and help other women heal from their pain as, as a result of it. Yeah. So it, it, it makes it feel less meaningless. Like I didn't suffer in vain. And you're not, you're not still holding on to that. That's the most important thing. Yeah. There's a lot of people still, well, we just said that earlier, want to hold on to that story and that identity uh, to remain the victim. And it's like, no, you know, you can't, you, you, you've got to move forward. Like, well, and you, you give your power away. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you give your power when you stay in that mindset, you're giving your power away. Yeah. And I, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of that <laughs> yeah. for myself or my clients. Yeah. Beautiful. So. Love it. I love it. Well, I love, you know, the work that you're bringing to the world and I love that you've been able to move forward from that place uh, with clarity and being able to still talk about it and to share it is such an inspiring story and, and so important, so important uh, for other people and women to hear um, and that you're there for them, doing, helping them to go through the space too, which I think is beautiful. 
and you know great for you to be doing the work that you do from your heart and what's next i mean i'm just keep i'm just gonna keep i'm just gonna keep going i'm just gonna keep reaching out to the women who need me and you know right now i focus on one one-on-one -on -one coaching but eventually i'd like to um, I think, you know, I've had a lot of clients tell me that they feel like having a group component yeah. to um, the process would be helpful. So that is, I, I have a feeling that will be not too far down the line, probably some kind of hybrid where there is, because I mean, there is definitely some reassurance in knowing that you're not alone when you have those experiences. Sure. So... Um, yeah. I love group work. Group work is so powerful. Well, and you can just, you know, you only have so many hours in a day. So, um, Damn it. <laughs> you know, so yeah. So when you, when you're able to, to do that, then it just, it just extends the reach of healing mm. that you, that you're able to do. Sweet. Any last words of advice or anything to our people? Um, I, I mean, I would just say that, you know, wherever you're at, it's okay to be there, but don't stay stuck. If you need help to move forward, you know, reach out to somebody, whether it's a therapist, a coach, you know, don't let yourself stay stuck. Good. Good words. Definitely good words. Well, Shannon, thank you for spending time with me. Thank and you. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, it's so great to meet you and see what you're doing and share you with our people and and expand the love, share the love, expand the, the possibilities and that you're there for people who need help right now. And that's so good. And um, it'll be great to see your expansion as well. Thank you. I appreciate that. Right. And thank you, my friends out in heart and hustle land. I am Paulette Reese-Denis, and I'm so happy to have you here for yet another episode. Until we meet again, many blessings. Stay safe and healthy and happy and uh, unstuck. <laughs> 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 All right, loves. See you next time.